0: Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. I hope you're having a great day. I am. Can't wait to get into this episode. It's going to be a little different than usual, but it's going to blow your mind. It's going to melt your mind like a nuclear reactor. Anyway, don't forget to hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. Today's podcast is presented to you by the great people over at Superbook Sports Colorado, as well as Blake Street Tavern. And, of course, 1876 Apparel. They're an amazing apparel company. And I'm going to put a link in this description of the podcast. Make sure you use that link. You got to go and buy any of the DeHuff's picks on there. And if you do, part of that goes towards the podcast to make it bigger and better. And possibly, uh, I've, I've decided it. Right now, right now, you've heard me if... You purchase something. You got to tell me that you purchased something and show me a picture of it. And what I'm going to do is you will be in the hopper to be the unofficial official sponsor of my audio board. It's a hunk of junk, but it gets the job done. Kind of like you. Am I right? (laughs) Wait, that's not that's a backhanded compliment. Yeah, but. You know what? I gave you one, so enjoy it. Embrace it. Anyway, so that's going to be happening. So, uh, again, you're going to click on that link and make sure you buy something from the DeHuff's Picks from 1876 Apparel. A lot to get to, like I said. And part of this is contributed by my wife, who's been on this podcast before. So, Brandy, you're the one that is unofficially producing this episode, okay? This is your big moment, uh, behind-the-scenes moment, because you've been uh, behind the microphone doing stuff. Now you're behind the scenes. So now you're going to have the, the excitement, the anticipation, and the complete disappointment of preparing or helping prepare a show and then putting it in the hands of an uh, on-air talent, and then you realize that they just didn't do it the way they should have. That happens all the time as a producer, as somebody that used to produce many different many shows for 18 plus years in sports broadcasting. It was always frustrating when you would work your butt off behind the scenes, you get all this information and and some talents were really good about it. I'm not going to I'm not going to lie. There there's a lot of great people that were just really appreciative uh, of research and information. I'll say this. Mike Evans, kind of a dick at times, but he was very passionate about his job, and he still is. And if you gave him anything that he thought was just good and worthy, he would praise you for it, and he would give you on-air credit for it. And it, that was nice. But a lot of the times, to be honest, Mike is the uncredited producer of that show, of the show he's on with Mark Schlereth, and, and that's because it just sounds better when when it comes from the talent. Now that being said, he wants input from the producer as well as Mark Schlereth, but ultimately, Mike Evans—at least he was—I don't know if he is anymore. But when he was hum, when that thing was humming, it, it was mostly a credit to Mike Evans. All I did as the producer was kind of keep it organized and keep them on track. There'd be times where they would maybe want to go a direction and maybe if anything I just kind of tapped them to the go hey go let's go back into this area and and then also I'd pop on and be silly. But a lot of other shows you have to really produce them and hold their hands and say this is where we need to go. These are the topics we need to hit on and here's all the research. Just read it real quick, at least, please, and then that then you know form your own opinion. So it was, it was frustrating. There'd be times where you would lead them down the right path, and then they just crash and burn. And as a producer, that's very frustrating. And sometimes that happens. So basically, what I'm saying is, as my wife listens to this episode, she's gonna be like, listen, I I led him down the proper path. Why the fuck? Is he just sitting there in a pile of ashes? <laughs> Welcome to the club. That's the shit I dealt with for for years. For years. And and really, the it's funny because we're just now getting back from our, our family vacation. We're going to talk about that here in a second. But leading up to taking the family on vacation, I had to go take my dog to the vet so he could be boarded. I had to get him up to date on all his vaccines, all his shots. And also, I had to get his anal glands expressed because he has been like really just having issues with his butt as of late. And sometimes what happens is dogs can't. They, there's basically a scent that they put out into their crap every time they go. So, so other dogs know that's their brand. That's their that's their business card <laughs> that they leave on their turds. Well, sometimes those don't release when they're supposed to release, and they get the dogs get uncomfortable. That's when they start dragging their butt across the, the way. Sometimes they'll rupture or just all of a sudden just pop and release, and it smells like disgusting ass and fish guts everywhere. I've had that happen with a dog. It was really sad. So I had to take them to the vet. First of all, the vet visit for shots and everything was way too expensive for my liking. I'm a cheap bastard. My wife says it's reasonable. But that being said, it just, it just, again, it bugs me. It bugs me. But that being said, whatever. What am I going to do? Administer the shots? We're, I would have to go to another country to get all the, the medicines to and then smuggle it across the border so I can give my dog some shots and I end up spending more money on the travel because you know I like to eat. I do. But anyway, so I'm looking at the receipt and I'm like, holy shit, $39 for my dog's anal glands to get expressed because they have to go in there and finger his butt and then, like, milk his his glands to to relief relieve all that pressure and and basically get if there's like a tiny blockage that that can usually pop it out of there. Back in the day, <laughs> that used to be like ten bucks. Now it's thirty nine. Whoa, my God! Back in the day, I remember when a good old anal squeezing. A little rub down of the anal gland. That was only $10. Now, my God, it's, it's, it's 39 What in the hell? What is this world coming to? $39. That being said, I was telling my wife. I was like, whatever. It could be $100. I'm not doing it. I'm not going to stick my fingers up my dog's butt and try to massage his anal glands so, so he's not, you know, uncomfortable. I had a friend or have a friend named Kevin. This was back when it was fairly cheap. It was in the teens of when this to do this. He was so cheap and was trying to save money, which I appreciate. But Jesus, him and his wife were like, why would we take them to the groomer or the vet to have it done when we could do it ourselves? So they bought some latex gloves. This is a true story. They bought some latex gloves and first the wife tried it. She couldn't get it done. She like she went kept going in there and she be like trying to figure out I guess they YouTubed it or somehow they looked up on how to do it. So they try to get it done. She can't figure out how to do it. It's not working. Then he takes a crack at it, goes, you know, he's essentially you know, they're tag teaming their dog. They're they're basically taking turns finger banging their poor dog, trying to save like 12 bucks, whatever it ended up being at that time. Just take it to the vet, take it to the groomer, wherever you can. doesn't matter the price because that's disgusting, not worth it. They never were able to do it. So then they had to take their poor dog who's just been violated by its owners, the, the people it trusts, and then they had to take it to the vet, and they're like, yeah, we, we tried. I'm sure that was, must have been a great look that the vet gave. They're like, what? You did wh- I'm sorry, what? Yeah, yeah, I just bought some latex gloves. I figured, why not? You realize it's not that expensive, right? <laughs> I'll pay the $39. Not happy about it, but I, I'll be even more unhappy if I have to lace up, essentially, glove up. My every time I put on a like a a glove, like if I'm doing something around the house, cleaning something, or you know cooking. Sometimes I'll put gloves on depending on what I what I have to work with, like jalapenos or something. And then my dog just runs, <laughs> runs away. He's just curled up in a ball in the corner, shaking back and forth. Please God, make him go away. Like in Dumb and Dumber in the bathroom. Anyway, uh this is also what my <laughs> See, this is what happens. This is what you this is what happens, Brandy, when you give me ideas of things to talk about. Next thing you know, we're talking about finger-banging your dog so you can save 12 bucks. You're welcome. Spring break for families. We're coming off of our spring break vacation with the kids when uh went down to the Colorado Springs area, just just a beautiful area down in the Springs. At times kind of forgotten about Uh, from people around the great state of Colorado is that, you know, Colorado Colorado Springs has a lot to offer, so we are down there. But if you travel and you have kids, is it really a vacation for the parents? I'm saying no because it's mostly filled with stress. Unless you're lucky and you have those kids that actually listen to you, which I'm just going to put this out there. If your kids listen to you and they're, I don't know, After the age of six, and they're under the age of 18, and your kids listen to you every time you say something, they're probably a serial killer. I'm just saying I have no room to back that up. It's just getting me through the day, okay? (laughs) People are like, yes, yes, that's us, that's us. Oh, shit. Well, maybe. I shouldn't say that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) Anyway, it is so frustrating. And, And when you're single and you get to go on vacation, it's so freaking relaxing. You can sleep in till whenever you want. You can stay up late and just spend as much money as you want. And God knows what happens when you when you are on vacation with your family. It's just like constantly, you know, corralling the kids and making sure your significant other is on the same page as you, which in this family, yeah, most of the time, not. Most <laughs> of the time, not. I'm usually uh, distracted by something shiny, and or I'm thinking about the podcast, Be like, oh, this is going to be hilarious when I talk about this particular moment on vacation on the podcast. So it is always so stressful as kids. But that being said, it's so important, I think, to take your kids on vacation. Because I remember, even though we didn't go on a lot of vacations as a kid, I do remember the times that my mom and stepdad were able to take us to like South Dakota to see Mount Rushmore. At the time, I don't think I appreciated it as much as if I were able to see it now. But it's still one of those things I remember. There was like this Flintstone Park that we stopped at. I don't even know where that's at. But oddly enough, my wife, went to that same place roughly around the same time that we did as kids, uh, which is pretty cool. And at the time, I didn't know who my wife was. So it's it's a neat experience to drive around. Whether your kids will fully appreciate it at the time, I don't know. But I know my son and I are already trying to make some plans. He wants to just him and I go somewhere. There's this fort that he wants to go see. And it's like a... Two or three hour drive And I'm like yeah maybe he and I do that I know eventually the family We want to go see Mesa Verde That's a really cool place If you haven't done it So I, 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 I like the fact That my kids are coming up with ideas But the problem is is Once you're in the middle of the vacation It's just nonstop stress And even when we went to Hawaii It was just there was Way too many moments where I'm like This is so fucking stressful I just want to go home. I just want to go home and be stressed there. <laughs> Am I right or wrong? I mean, maybe, you, maybe you're maybe you lucky and, and you don't have to deal with that. But geez, this one, my, I left my computer up and my wife wrote this. And before we get into uh, the next, the second half of this podcast, I got to read this. She said, pros and cons of working from home with your spouse. You are annoying when you work on the couch because I was working on the couch right, uh, you know, earlier today. It's a common space in the home, yet I can't watch a 30-second video with the sound up. Then you use your office if you want your silence. Angry face, smiley face. Yeah, well, whatever. Hey, you should go back into your office, huh? Huh? How about that? I will lose this argument nine times out of ten. Actually, probably ten times out of ten. We got more coming your way. But first, make 2023 the year you beat Vegas. Superbook Sports gives you the chance every week to go head-to-head with the best, best odds makers in Las Vegas. There's no fancy computer algorithms, no guys across the pond setting lines for American sports. Just the best team of odds makers in the business behind the counter at Superbook in Las Vegas. Plus, Superbook features some of the best odds boosts and promo bets anywhere. So go ahead, download the Superbook Sports Colorado app or visit Superbook.com and start your battle against Vegas right now. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. If you got a gambling problem, please call 1-800-522-4700. This is Chris Fusley, owner of the Blake Street Tavern. Can't wait for the men in McKinnon to hit the ice. We have you covered at the Blake Street Tavern with the NHL Center Ice Package and ESPN Plus. Guarantee you a seat with sound for every game. It's the Blake Street Tavern, where Denver watches sports. Rolls-Royce secured the funds to develop a nuclear reactor for its moon base. So they plan on putting a nuclear reactor on the moon obviously that's going to be a, a significant amount of time from, from now, but that being said, it's you got to think, by the time that they're able to develop this, it's going to be, you would imagine that we would have been on the moon exploring and developing certain things for a significant amount of time. What that time frame is, I don't know, at least like, I'd say, five, ten years where we're up there on a regular basis. We, as in multiple countries, in developing things, in doing massive amounts of research, before we start sticking a nuclear reactor up there. That's kind of scary to me. Because if all of a sudden we accidentally blow up the fucking moon, think about that as the potential consequences for that. One, you got debris coming down through our atmosphere and just wreaking havoc on our our planet and everybody that's in here. That alone is a problem. Then you start fucking them with tides and God knows what else. If I was smart, I'd be able to list off a bunch of things, but I'm not. I'm not. So you're welcome. I. This just... I don't even really know how to address this, really. So my wife was telling me a story. She's like, by the way, we I was putting your daughter to bed last night and her and I are talking on one side of her room. Not like she has a huge room, but she's like, we're on one side of the room. We're talking about something. Then all of a sudden we both heard it clear as day, a strum of the guitar. Because my daughter, Aria, has this guitar that her gam bought her. And she said all of a sudden, they weren't even over there for like a, a few minutes in that area. Nobody was walking around or jumping on the bed or anything that would cause vibrations. And she said all of a sudden, they both heard it clear as day. Just a gentle strum. Not like a really hard strum or like something fell on it, like by chance, strum. She said it was, across all, all strings, a strum. And she said they just looked at each other and said, did you hear that? And they both confirmed, yes, we heard it. And then they just continued to look at each other. Then they just, you know, without saying they weren't going to draw attention to it, they just continued to talk about other things. So I go up there today and I'm like, well, where is it? And sure enough, I look, it's in the corner. There's nothing pressed up against it. Nothing that I could see that would have fallen on it. And I asked my wife, I was just like, can you simulate what it sounded like? It was like this, like, was it? No, it wasn't like hard, like a human. she said it was a gentle little wisp. Would it be a wisp? I don't know what the hell it was, but it's a gentle stroke across all of the strings. What do you guys think of that? I'm sitting here trying to roll around in my head. I was like, what would have caused that? And to be honest, as I looked at where it was and how she said nobody touched anything after it, so I'm looking over there, there's nothing that would have touched it. Bizarre. Bizarre. So, apparently, we got a visitor uh, again in the house. I don't know what it is. Um, but it, it's, it's frustrating when it, that shit happens around my kids. I don't like that. It's one thing to do that when it's just me or my wife. But if it's my kids involved, that bugs the shit out of me. Right? I mean, if you got kids... It's one of those things for protection. You just want to make sure your kids are safe and you don't want them to be scared. But it's like, fuck, man, that would scare the shit out of me. If that happened to me when I was a kid, I had some weird shit happen to me as a kid. But I got to be honest, that'd be a lot more frightening. If all of a sudden I if I had a guitar and I just hear it strum, I was like, ah, that would no. So anyway, I'm dealing with that. That's a new thing on my plate. And ugh, it it just makes me mad. So, if you guys ever listen to this and you ever hear some like secret message where somebody's like like I'm talking in the podcast, blah 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 blah, and then all of a sudden you hear like I like to eat tacos. Let me know if I miss it. I just want to know like if there's like a ghost trying to send messages cuz he likes to eat tacos and play guitar. <laughs> Which if, if there was an instrument that I could play. If I if I would have really pushed for it when I was a kid, I would have loved to have learned to play guitar. My wife's dad, so my father-in-law, Tony, he taught himself how to play guitar like a few years ago. He's in his 50s or 60s, whatever it is. Probably in his 60s. He taught himself how to play guitar. How awesome is that? At his age, he's just like, you know what? I'm busy as snot taking care of a farm and doing all this other stuff. I'm just gonna teach myself how to play guitar. No big deal. And he's watched YouTube videos and he just did it. I mean, I think that's neat. So I guess there's no excuses for me, other than that that he's smarter than me, that you know, for me not to eventually learn how to play guitar. I, I think that's a, a cool thing. If you can play an instrument, I just think that's neat. And I really wish I would have done it that way. So when I die, I can just go into people's houses and just start playing something. I wouldn't do this half-ass. Like, here's a strum. No, I would be like playing like some like Spanish guitar shit in the corner. Or like Metallica. They're like, oh, my God. Yeah, fuck yeah, there's a ghost in the house. Yeah! <laughs> come on, little simple strum. Get creative, please. Play something cool. Maybe it's Garth Brooks, Friends in Low Places, that that beginning instrumental. Oh, come on, get the party going. That'd be awesome. Anyway, thanks so much to the producer of this podcast, uh, also known as my wife, who unknowingly produced this episode. Congratulations to her. Thank you guys so much. Hopefully you're having a great day. If you want to reach out to the podcast, go ahead and do so to at gmail.com or hit me up on my socials at podcast. My I'm still having issues with my DeHuff podcast Twitter account, so you can just hit me up at DeHuff on Twitter if you just want to do it that way. That's like my backup account which is just my normal account. So either way works. Thanks so much for listening. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Share it with your friends if you could, please. Thanks so much to Superbook Sports Colorado, as well as Blake Street Tavern, 23rd and Blake in downtown Denver. Also, don't forget, in the description of this podcast, click on the link, check out the 1876 apparel DeHuff's Picks. And if you buy something from the DeHuff's Picks, guess what? guess what part of that goes to me and that means that we can upgrade the podcast and also I'm gonna be handing out free uh, like a day or two uh, uh, temporary sponsors for certain elements of the podcast I have a globe behind me that that could be yours the sponsor you could be uh, standing to or sitting to my right during the podcast is the uh, Jesse Trujillo, who I used to work with, I don't know why I thought of his name. Jesse Trujillo, uh, globe. <laughs> also, I got the Seth Everett uh, unicorn, <laughs> unicorn, uh, snow globe. You're welcome. Oh, that is beautiful. That's beautiful. Anyway, thank you guys so much. Hope you're having a great day. Hopefully you smiled a little bit in this episode. I appreciate each and every one of you. Have a great, amazing day. I said that already, but whatever. Anyway, let's keep moving forward. I'll talk to you next time.